Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First of yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB were looking back at Wednesday, and it's cricket season, not the sport, the insect. Uh, makeup at school. Instead of banning it, we're teaching kids how to put it on. I know, I don't know what's happening, uh, but at least National will be there to fight over their leadership. Here's Judith Collins. She seems to be one of the leading leader contenders. What support have you got? How many you would get? What do you have to get? Twenty nine votes? Is that right in caucus? I think the the general idea is that you'll you'll try and get everyone. Um, look, it's it's um, it's still quite early days. The voters in about two weeks' time. And um, I think it's going to be a good competition with quite a few. There may even be more people putting their hands up, so we'll see. Mm. How does this work? You have lots of barbecues. Well, meetings behind well, closed doors. How do you how do you get I the think, votes? You know, well, people, I think, will be taking some soundings from their electorates. They'll be um, listening to people because ultimately, it's not really about a what well, shouldn't be about a you know a popularity contest. It's got to really be about who's going to deliver them back into government. And um, certainly, you know, my view is this is not a time for fluffing around or anything or deciding that, you know, I like someone better than someone else or whatever. It's got to be about what's important and what's really important is um, bringing back a national-led government. And what do you think your point of difference will be compared to the others? Well, I think I've got a couple of points of difference. And one is that I am a very decisive um, and strong leader. But the other point is that I've had six years in opposition before coming into government and it's at that stage that I really honed my skills and even my worst detractors, Larry, and I know it's hard to believe but there are some, uh, would say would not say that I was anything other than an extremely effective uh, opposition mm. MP. And I think what we do need to, we need a, a balance of experience as well as um, youth and experience and uh, enthusiasm, but actually I've got experience and I've got enthusiasm and I really love a good fight. Yeah, I don't know that... I don't really know that I'm keen on voting for somebody who wants to fight with people. Am I just a pussy? Is it... That's not an appealing feature to me, somebody who likes to fight. Anyway... Uh, I wonder if Kate Hawksby feels the same as me. Could happen. Her bulldog style is of a time gone by, surely. Nikki Kay, young, check. Female, check. Fresh, check. Simon Bridges, young, check. See what we're doing here? Look at the way we're reasoning a new leader. Look at what the speculators are presenting as criteria. We're talking style over substance. Why? Well, because that's the way politics has gone. It's an international trend we are not immune to. Current PM, case in point. Image is everything. Just ask Trump. And with a party like Nationals, steeped in experience and old guard players, any leader will be well supported by strong pillars of institutional knowledge. So the leader itself these days seemingly needs to be less experienced political juggernaut and more mainstream consumable broad-based appeal mouthpiece. Jacinda is proving this daily. So will they choose a placeholder? or the real deal that will go all the way to the next election? Will the choice be made based on national sticking to its knitting and playing to its base? Or will it be based on wanting someone who can go up against Jacinda? Will they go old school or fresh face? We wait 
and we watch. Well, why wait and why watch when surely we can just ask Zayden Smith and he will tell us? Surely, surely he can pick it, can he? After the announcement was made by Bill English, uh, the emails started coming in. I've got to say that they were decidedly in favour of Judith Collins. Now, that just may reflect, I don't know, the people that listen to me or listen to this program or this station or whatever, I don't know. But they were decidedly in favour of uh, Judith Collins. Here's one, for example. Bridges, no, definitely. Same for Nikki Kay. Only option is Judith Collins. My opinion for what it's worth, says Anne. Judith Collins most definitely for leader for all the reasons Barry Soper just said. Um, and so they go on. I've got lots. There were a couple of couple of variations, but um, mainly her. Now, the only other person that I feel is is appropriate to consider, this is personal, and we're all, we're all, we are all entitled to personal opinions. The only other person is uh, Mr. Joyce, uh, Stephen Joyce. Now, you might say, you might put up opposition to that comment. Uh, a lot of people think that he um, he's divisive. Well, so is Judith Collins. A lot of people think that he, um, I don't know, that he that he doesn't have appeal. I think that what um, what national needs is what both of those people can provide, and that is determination, information, knowledge, decidability. If you understand what I mean by that, um, the ability to run things and the background knowledge to do so. And I think both of them have it. As far as anybody's, anybody's got it in the National Party. So there you go. Uh, Leighton not keen on all those young guns, by the sounds of things. Wants, wants slightly more experienced hands to steady the ship. Oh, we'll see what happens. Meanwhile, uh, it's this time of year where the crickets start coming in. Roberts, Marcus, got it. Oh. Marcus. I can hear them. I can hear them. Oh, hang on, I'll put the phone down. Listen to this. Bad enough? Yeah, where are you? Minurewa. And they've started early? Oh, they've been going for ages. Really? And, the, and you've got the phone down to cracks in the lawn? No, it's, no, it's about just standing there holding it out. Yeah, that's definitely. How long's that been going for? Two weeks? Oh, easy, easy couple of weeks, yeah. And you can see them. There's a, there's like, there's like, buckets of them crawling out of cracks. Uh, I wouldn't say there's been too many cracks around at the moment with all the rain we've had. Yeah. But um, but the, oh, there's there's heaps of them around, all right. Okay, so 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 I can hear the noise, but can you see them at the same time also? Oh, the yeah, lawn's pretty pretty long, but um, if you looked around long enough, you'd see them, all right. There's probably about. Fifty in my back lawn, as there is. Are the cicadas going as well? Yep, yep. Cicadas. Well, they've just about stopped now. Okay. <laughs> no, I can hear for you, cicadas. It's, it's a, I tell you what, it's a, it's a really good sign yeah. for the bird season because the oh, pheasants yeah. and the yeah. ducks and all those just love them, mate. They'll be feeding up big time. I can hear it really loud, Rob. Thanks for. I never thought we'd get calls on crickets. We've got it already. We didn't need Andre with no cell phone. We've got Rob. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really a fan of crickets. Um, one of my kids is absolutely terrified of them. I think she just doesn't like the way they sort of bounce about the place because they do they do sort of pop out at you, and they look they sort of look nastier than they they look like they could they, you know they have that, that, that weird thing on the back that looks like it's going to sting you, but of course it won't, and they don't bite or anything. They just hop around.
Um, she's grossed out when I pick one up. But, but uh, I don't like them because one of the worst nights I ever had was I was staying in my mother-in-law's thatch and there was a cricket in the kitchen and it wouldn't shut up and we couldn't find it and it, we spent all night looking for it. Because it, it's fine if it's just an irregular, you know, chirp, chirp, chirp noise, but if it's only happening sporadically, it just makes you want to kill. Anyway, uh, let's finish up here uh, with the school that's decided not to teach kids how to put makeup on. Um, I don't know what's happening. So Evans Bay Intermediate uh, wanted to do makeup classes for 12-year-olds and then parents complained and they withdrew them. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Like, um, makeup artistry is a legit industry, so these kids could want to go on and do it as a job. So learning young is good. They can learn to do makeup on themselves, take it further, do a course, and learn how to become a makeup artist. They can move into special effects and work on uh, movies and, and mm. shows and stuff, working with celebrities, and it's big money, and it's a big industry. So... It's a really, I think it's a positive thing. I don't know why parents are complaining. They're complaining that it's an outdated concept that sends the wrong messages to young girls that says that you have to be sexually available to actually get a job and that makeup is part of it. I'm calling BS on that. (laughs) Absolutely. I have a diploma in makeup myself. I don't work in the field, but I do have the diploma. I love doing makeup. I do it for fun. I do it to make myself feel good. I don't do it for a reaction from males or anything. I don't, you know, I, it's ridiculous. It's also, I mean, it's also, it's fun. also, it's, it's, surely it's unnecessary. I mean, do it if you want, but surely it's also very expensive. You know, men don't have to worry oh, about yeah. these sorts of costs and women feel that they do. It can be very expensive depending on brands and stuff. Like good quality makeup costs good money, especially in New Zealand. New Zealand is a huge ripple for, for makeup. So it's very costly in New Zealand. But um, when it comes to, like, bridal makeup and stuff, there's a lot of people getting oh, yeah. married. Brides want to look good. They yep. need makeup artists. Yep. We need, I get we this. need I get the industry. This. I get this, Casey. I get this. I get this. Okay. My issue uh, on the makeup scenario is that it means that nobody's ever ready on time. Um, I don't know if this is... Obviously, I have a limited understanding about these things, but... Uh, I seem to spend a lot of time waiting for people to finish putting their makeup on before we can go anywhere. Um, and I'm not quite sure. Maybe if schools did teach it, could they teach it more time efficiently? Combine a makeup class with a time management class so we can actually just leave the house. It's all one. That's all I want to happen. I am glad said I don't understand why you need to put makeup on, for example, to go and deliver your flyers. But, you know, I'm sure you do. I just don't understand why. Maybe maybe I need to go to a course. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, That has been News Talk ZB for Thursday. I'll see you back here again tomorrow.